0: Welcome, welcome. This week, Diceratops presents Born to Frun, part six. Half-orc ranger Frun and dwarven fighter Randy are with half-orc ranger dwarf fighter Halleck. They're on Titan Hill, something, something, dragon. I'm Morgan Davy, the Dungeon Master. Let's dungeon some dragons. Okay, welcome. We are back for another episode of Born to Frun. And this time I am joined by three wonderful people. I have, of course, Stephen Youngblood as Randy Dwarf. Say Hello. Hello <laughs> And Jared Baker playing Fran Grothhild Yoda. And of course, joining us for the second time running. It's Brendan Bennetts as Halleck. I don't think we've encountered your last name yet. Do you want to say it now? Halleck Tide, Halleck Tide. And uh, we are all going to be continuing on with the adventure that has seen Frun and Randy travel to the mysterious and dangerous Titan Hill where they have met Halleck. Halleck uh, is also undergoing a, a quest on Titan Hill, and after a slight divergence, um, we're going to we're going to join them, in amongst the tall trees, on on the hill. And maybe the first thing that we should do is establish some sense of how you are feeling and indeed how you are looking at this point in time. So let's let's begin with our newest member of the the three. Um,
1: just say amigos. amigos. (laughs) After battling together,
2: we are blood acquaintances. (laughs) Uh, Halleck just wants to pull Fran aside for a second. Listen, Fran, I couldn't help but notice that during that last battle, you took time to hit the dwarf with a fireball, and no one else.
3: Yeah, I I noticed that as well. I thought that was pretty. Oh,
2: Randy, you were here. I didn't notice. You're so short.
1: I'm I'm everywhere. Literally impossible to have a private conversation around Randy. Like, what do you mean?
2: uh, What I'm saying is, if you have first dibs on fighting the dwarf, then I'll I'll respect your your order of precedence. I
1: I mm, okay. Uh, Look, say say yeah, sure, absolutely. I have first dibs on fighting Randy. I'm going to. I will. Wait, wait, what? First dibs. If anyone's going to fight Randy, if any half orc's going to fight Randy, it's going to be me.
3: <laughs> I would win. Uh, yeah. And so Randy puts go. Front aside and says, yeah. um, so, uh, Front, um, is that why you went for my beard with the fireball?
1: Couldn't let him take it.
3: But you know, to take a, a dwarf's beard is the greatest dishonor you can cast upon a dwarf. I mean, yeah,
1: and then no, no one would take
3: Andy it. it Andy and good. Sandy and Mandy, they will come back without their beards and live
1: lives of shame for at least 30 years until their beards return. That's that's if someone like takes it away and keeps it, right? If it was just burnt, it'd be fine. Well,
2: yes, if it was burnt, it would be fine. Sorry, I'm here as well. I'm still oh, here.
1: <laughs> hello.
3: As yes, I forget, you're very tall. You're out of my uh, direct line well, of eyesight. No.
1: We, we should well, let's get us out in the open. I, it was I'm an, Randy. it was an it was an accident. I was trying to, I was trying to hit that weird little blood-headed guy. Hey, I have a name. And Randy was closer than I thought. I've got. Oh. Very poor depth perception. Sorry. Next time, I'll try something that's a little bit less. Airy. May I say,
3: though, Fran, um, that that was probably like your third best fireball.
1: Well, so, Fran,
2: apology accepted. Oh, there we go. All friends again.
1: Nice. Good. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, let's move. On. Look, can we are we far enough away from them now? I'm. I gotta say, I am. You the, look the, exhausted. That thing took a took a lot out of me. I, <laughs> if we. How can you tell he looks exhausted?
3: I mean, he's, you all look the same, right? You half-hawks with your, like, tusks and your faces Is he tired or is he just a half-hawk? I mean, I don't know. How many bags are they supposed to have out of their eyes? What colour is... is his skin supposed to be? How much hair are they, do they normally have? I mean, this, these are all questions that Randy has had many times.
2: Well, to my eye, he's carrying about, ooh, a level of exhaustion.
1: Is it the kind of exhaustion that comes from getting, I don't know, a fireballed? Randy, we probably need to take a look at your... Let's keep going. Are you okay? I... There
3: is a dragon around here somewhere, and
1: I uh, want to kill it.
3: There is, it, it it's it. it's
0: pretty know. obvious that a lot of Randy is singed, in particular the beard. You're you're um, accompanied by the waft of burnt beard smell. Um, oh, no, there are bits but... still, like, singeing and,
3: and, <laughs> and, like, little embers floating off as he walks.
2: Uh, Halleck holds out his hand and uh, ghost bees fly out of his beard, carrying little golden berries. They carry the berries over to you, Randy, and drop down into your hand. And Halleck says, well, why don't you try eating these? I, I always want a dwarf to be in his finest form when I defeat him.
3: Randy takes the berries and pretends to eat them like he does that whole like has them in his palm of his hand but then puts his other hand in his mouth <laughs> <laughs> this is delicious and then and then pockets them like sort of gives Fran a side glance and like not whispers I'm not going to eat these I don't trust them
0: so as you are engaged in this, in this conversation and uh, the berries are disappearing into a, a secret place on uh, the still smouldering person of Randy Dwarf, our two rangers, I would like you both to make perception checks for me. But ran, but uh, Fran, of course, with your exhaustion, you have a disadvantage on that check. Eight, 12. Eight and a 12. You both step a little bit back from the conversation as you feel the hair on the backs of your neck Um, begins to stand up. I I just got my plurals all wrong and I couldn't work out how to fix it, but there's two necks and there are hairs on the backs of those necks that are standing up because you are suddenly aware that there are eyes observing you, not a single pair of eyes, but multiple pairs of eyes and glancing around. You can see the faces emerging from the trees peering around them of not one, not two, but four separate owl bears. Each of them with different kinds of plumage on their weird fur-feathered faces. And they are watching you with unreadable eyes, I guess, unless you're good at figuring out what owlbears want. What do you do? You are surrounded by these enormous carnivores.
3: Randy just starts piping up because it's been bothering him. It's like, well, oh, I mean... And, like, they, they killed that owlbear. Like, it was pretty gross. There was blood everywhere. And then they, like, put their blood on its head. And then, and then I got carried away and i did the same thing and like it was it was weird because like owlbears are kind of cool right i mean we met an owlbear and then it ran away um but well, we said goodbye and, and left but then like another owlbear we a saw a low
0: rumbling growl overcomes randy's ongoing speech randy are you
2: are you still covered in owlbear blood
0: um yes I, i'm all i tried to avoid that to be honest oh that's why oh. right. you dipped your helmet in it didn't you
3: Oh yes, I know. Sticky, sticky, and covered in, in that, and ghost bees. And... Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Some of the albeers are their their beak noses are kind of perking up, and there are sniffing noises coming from all around.
1: Randy, are any of these the albeers that we met before? What are there owlbears? I mean, I I just the one we just yeah. we just
3: saw. Yeah. I mean, it was dead. We, just... it wasn't the one I saw, right? Because the one I saw was dead, and the one we saw was alive. Uh, so I can't be the same. Of...
1: Just, just, just look slowly around, Randy. Okay, Randy
3: looks around. Yeah, he spots <laughs> He spots an <laughs> Maybe all of them. Yeah, yeah now, now
0: as soon as you notice one, suddenly it becomes easier to notice the others. And they, once again, like the one you saw that was, that was lying dead, um, it's not the same family, not the same plumage of the, the one that you met, but similar beast, of course. Well, I wonder if they know the one that was dead.
3: I should go and ask them. Randy sort of takes his head off and uh someone yeah. off and and sort of in like in, in a respectful way. both <laughs> walking up to them. Excuse me. Uh which one oh. of you is, is is like the leader Albia?
0: Can I have an animal handling role from you please?
3: Oh. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Do any Randy. Do you is... others
0: want to intervene in any way
1: or do anything Randy? to modify this role? R- R- Randy is normally skilled
3: at uh animal okay. handling. However, I um, think um not in this case.
1: I'm going to give randy guidance he gets plus three on the ability check that he's about to make that's not enough
2: (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna make some 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 soothing cooing noises um that i know the, the the sound of a a mother owl bear like soothing it's uh it's chicks (laughs)
3: <laughs> my role was so good that randy walks up and just starts like loudly raising his arms <laughs> like i come like,
0: <"I'm> in peace <laughs> all right <laughs> like, <laughs> can i can i have an animal handling role from from halleck please <laughs> just as oh. um randy you march up to this albier and and start gesturing like, in a... can't my great
3: axe against my shield <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, nine. 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 Maybe I wasn't thinking about owlbears. Maybe I'm thinking of, maybe I'm making a, a different noise. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: bear
3: owls. Oh,
2: okay. owl. <laughs> as yeah.
0: You, as you approach this owlbear um, banging and, and waving, it goes up on its hind legs and it unleashes this mighty grrrhoo and then it um, waves its forearms and it does this biggest, scariest threat display that it can. I'm giving it an intimidation roll. It rolls a natural 20 on its intimidation roll. So it's the most intimidating (laughs) thing that you have seen in a long time. (laughs) What what do any of you do? The other albears are all watching and on edge as well.
2: You know, run away from the intimidating one and try and climb
0: up a tree. All right, climbing roll for you, please.
1: Run, reaches out, puts a hand on, on each of Randy's shoulders and tries to drag him gently backwards just having taken note of the position of the other owlbears, I'm um, so sort of towards the biggest, widest, clearest space. And just going, we're going to go now. We're just going to go, just very slowly, just backing away, just very slowly, just very slowly. Randy, what are you going to do? Goodbye. Uh,
3: Randy's sort of like, just he's, he's still got his axe against his shield, but it's stuck there. He's, he's, he's full wing. He realizes that his charm has not worked on this creature <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't know what to do next so he's basically just stood still
0: um, are, you being, are you allowing yourself to be maneuvered away by fran
2: i, I don't
3: think he's aware of it it's just
2: sort of
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent I, I rolled a 21 to climb the tree oh fantastic great climbing so um you you shimmy up that tree with ease with your your ghost bees i don't know how the, the bees would be able to help but i'm sure they'll find some way to to oh, ease you your a lifting quality. Yeah. Oh, fantastic.
2: Remember and... if it's a, if it's a black owl bear, you need to play dead. <laughs> but if it's a brown owl bear, you have to climb a tree.
3: What if it's, it's a... like a, a black bear half and like a brown owl half?
0: What do we and do? I then? think we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Front, you're, you're the last person to ask to make an animal handling role as you try and calm the owl bear with your retreat of as okay. before you have disadvantage on your role. Eight. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I just you see, as a dungeon master I just thought to myself, well, they've got two rangers in the group. If they just encounter a few wild animals, then it'll be an opportunity for them to show off how good they are at rangering. So instead <laughs> no
3: one expects Randy to come in.
0: <laughs> I guess we're rolling for initiative, guys. Oh. I guess we are
3: All right. Oh well, now I get a thirteen.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I roll a one. I rolled a twenty and now I roll a one. I rolled a twenty. Oh, fantastic. Okay, Fran, what do you do? <laughs> this this ferocious beast drops onto all fours and starts bounding towards Randy. The others are observing as
1: opposed to joining in the combat. Having learned my lesson from the fireball, uh, this is going to be a, a, um, a, a scorching ray. Four rays of fire all fire out from my hands. 17, 18, n- 9 and 9.
0: Okay, so the first two will strike true against this owl there. Each doing seven damage. Seven damage each. Fantastic. All right, so two good strikes against it, but it doesn't slow it down as it's bounding towards you. Randy, what do you do? Randy
3: doesn't really want to sort of attack just a random creature just yet, and so um, he, he crouches into a ball and puts a shield up over the top, over the, the side of him. Um, he's banging my guitar on the side. Of him. For effect, um, which is the sound he makes with his shield falls over his, over his head, um, kind of like, a, like the old Asterix comics, and 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 he's sort of so worried and focused on that. Um, and, and next to him, a, um, a sort of a, a, a golden lion appears, like a, like a, just a just a beautiful fuzzy golden lion that is really blurry around the edges <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, could be beautiful but could also look like that Swedish taxidermy lion. Um,
0: wow, okay so Randy, I'm, I'm going to interpret your um, shield manoeuvre as a, as a dodge which is going to give disadvantage to any attacks that are made against you so okay. you you um, pull down the shield and you just you obscure your own vision of this on rushing thing as front is behind you, so Fran looking over your shoulder gets, you get this view of this suddenly this golden vision has just interposed itself between the beast. Halleck, likewise, looking down just completely out of nowhere, there's this weird golden creature that has materialized seemingly to protect Randy. What do you do from your high vantage point?
2: I am going to illuminate the the owlbears. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to cast Fairy Fire, hoping to not just illuminate them, but kind of scare them a little bit
0: okay so i've rolled some saving throws for them and Mm -hmm. and the saving throws go terribly all of the owlbears are suddenly caught with the illuminating fire that helic has laid down from above so there's suddenly all these extra sources of light it's um probably late afternoon but um because of the position of the hell it's quite gloomy and suddenly the gloom has been cut through by the weird golden lion light and the fairy light that's that's surrounding these creatures as it comes bounding towards you, Randy. Um, I think there's a chance that it's going to be uh, perturbed by this lion creature. Randy, can you please give me a... We'll make it an intimidation roll. Just roll roll me a 20-sided dice. Roll me a 20-sided dice for how this this owlbear is going to react to this sudden thing appearing in front of it. It's an eight. An eight, okay. So, the owlbear just smashes right through the lion and rears up on, um, it's kind of on a three foot position and swipes at you hard with a claw and it takes disadvantage on this swipe which means that it misses quite hideously the lion is um kind of thrown off its balance a little bit but still its claws rake against that shield you've got protecting yourself and um you kind of stagger a little further step back with front pulling you and it lets out another almighty roar um with a whoo at the end of it and uh, we come back to fran so
1: okay it's it's let, it's let out another um another almighty roar and now obviously it's very um it's it's very close to us um so so this time given that given that it's close uh, i'm going to hit it with um, sacred flame it fails at save quite comprehensively uh, then it takes 10 damage
0: another 10 damage all right so um your your magic has thrown a good bit of pain at this creature but it is it's, it's close to the source of that blood that it was smelling its beak is sniffing and it's trying to get at your shield once again uh randy that that lion image um i guess that lion has disappeared from view entirely what do you do
3: um, right, so Randy uh, stands up and 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 sort of shakes, him out, shakes himself off and uh, uh, reaches into his pocket and throws out the um, pulls out the, 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 the berries that he was given. He goes, Ah, excellent and throws them at the owlbear. Take some ghost bees, owlbear. <laughs> owlbear. If There's one thing I know about owlbears, they hate bees. And ghost bees are scarier, right? Because they're ghosts. So Ah,
0: this is—I've got no idea what the owlbear is going to do in response to this, <laughs> at all. Um, i think I'm, Randy,
3: just, Randy assumed he was given ghost bees, but I think they were just the berries, right? So they're just—they're
0: just berries. What through. I'm going to do? I'm going to make a just I'm going healing to make, berries. I'm going to make <laughs> just a healing a berries wisdom check for <laughs> the owlbear All right. So I'm, I roll a natural one on my wisdom check for the owlbear So as you throw these berries. It reacts in fear <laughs> and it scurries <laughs> backward and it looks down at them and it looks up at you and it looks down at them again and then it pours at the ground and it, it growls and it roars. It's hurt and there's this fiery light all around it. It doesn't like those berries at all. all right. uh,
3: sorry. So no, no and so, yeah. so uh, taking advantage of, of that, Randy grabs his great axe and goes for a swing because okay. clearly it's going to try and attack us both. But he's going for it like a swing with the plant end, because uh, that is a twenty-four.
0: A twenty-four. Okay. So you you smack it hard with the flat of your um, of your blades. What what's your axe damage? Uh, it's eleven. Eleven. Um, Halleck, so from where you watch from on high, um it's it's looking a lot more uncertain than it did a little while ago. The other Albeers are watching, none of them have joined this battle. This one is kind of pacing and is bleeding a little bit and it's um pawing, but you can tell that it's a little bit uncertain. It's-
2: Halleck reaches out a hand and more ghost bees fly out of his beard. The bees form into a, a hand, a spectral hand, which then floats down, picks up the berries, and then starts kind of like holding them, like w- wafting them towards the owl bear, kind of like a kid with a bit of poo on a stick.
0: <laughs> All right, ah,
3: memories. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, the, the albia rolls a, a six on its second Wisdom check. It, it backs away, and then its backing away turns into a, a frantic backpedaling scurry as it walks into a tree and then scurries around um, to get behind it and look at you from behind the tree. And this hand keeps coming with the berries, and it it just turns, and then the last thing, all of the like, all of a sudden, you just see this. Giant owlbear rump disappearing into the forest. The other three owlbears from their perches, they watch and they each kind of huff and grump at you. And then each one by one turns and they walk away as well to the depths of the hill, leaving you once again alone. What do you do? The
2: hand uh, then carries the bees back to Randy and then kind of wafts them under his nose. And you hear from the tree, I believe these were yours.
3: Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Randy grabs the berries, pretends to eat them again. <laughs> um, delicious. <laughs> puts them back in his pocket. Sort of looking at Fran with sort of like a confused what's going on with these berries kind of look.
2: Eat, eat the berries, Randy. Just,
3: just. Oh, oh yes, yes, of course. And he puts Like a pretends to like, it takes a really big bite of a juicy pretend berry whilst winking. All right. right. Mmm. Delicious.
2: I think we'd better get moving. Uh, they may return.
1: Yeah, we've we we better move on. Though I really, I don't know. Honestly, I think that's the last we'll see of those albears. I could, I could definitely, definitely do with a rest. Yes, you know, me too. Let's go. Let's keep going for find that dragon. Probably shouldn't rest. I guess where we just met for hours. <laughs> uh, dragon okay, you say? Let's go. Yeah. So. We, oh yeah. There's a sort secret mission. Um, we were sent
3: by this uh, woman who's like maybe maybe made of compost or an eagle or copper. I, I'm getting confused now because the stories are all happening at once. And she sent us on a mission to this place. And then we find out there's a dragon. And because uh, Fran's dad shamed his entire ranger clan by not killing a dragon. And then so we need to kill a dragon to bring honor back to Fran's dad's family. But then Fran's dad was also really awesome. So I don't, I just think we need to find a dragon and maybe like. Maybe we could kill it, or maybe we could ride it, and maybe we could have some
1: fun. And you know, there are some. And time you know where this we, dragon is? Yeah, we've been told that, that it's that it's in the, um in an old the ruins of a castle. outside of town. We came here first because we were told that Dad came here when when he was down here to this to this hill. But you know, there's no, we haven't seen any signs of why anyone would come here. The, you know, this was a this was a fun side trip, wasn't it? A
2: um, ruined castle, you say. Yeah. Interesting, because I received a, a request that I find a a particular object and then deliver it to a ruined castle on Titan Hill.
3: Wait, were you were you requested to find a dragon? Was that your particular
2: object? Uh, only if a dragon looks like this, and he holds up a parchment, and there's a drawing of like a wand with a circly bit at the end. I don't know. I've, I've never seen
3: a real dragon. Hang on a second. The villagers that we just came from, you don't think they think owlbears are dragons? Maybe if they think there's dragons, then we've just seen four dragons, and we could take one back and say we killed a dragon, and then they would be happy, and then the dragon would
1: be alive, and we yeah, would. I've be- look, uh, Randy. Honestly, that's stupid. Um, you know, given that we haven't, it's not obvious that there is a dragon, but I, I would like to see what the story is with this, with this castle. It sounds like we're going to the same place, though, so we just need to find the one thingy.
2: Yes, I, I cast locate object on it some time ago, and I, it's in that direction.
1: Okay. Great, and Randy just starts walking. Well, it'll be useful to have an extra pair of hands, so we'll help you find the thing, and then we can go to the castle together. So.
2: I haven't. This is quite, you know. Usually, it's just just me and the me and the bees, and this is. I mean, well, it would be like we were in a in a, a,
3: a team. And he joins arms between both of them, and like, and then like links up so tightly that he can't his feet can't touch the ground and he just sort of like fake walks in between them as this sort of
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> two
3: best uh, friends one best friend three best friends best friending together on a journey to find a dragon
0: so helic um you you take the other two to the area that your locate object was was quite insistent that it was the right part of the hill. And you had been kind of returning to this area over and over trying to find where this wand might be. Um, to get there, it's, there's a lot of quite steep climbs that you've got to do, a lot of um, kind of using your hands as well and holding on to tree branches to haul yourselves up. And you come to um, about halfway up the kind of the ridgeline of Titan Hill um, maybe in the in the territory of the hip of the Titan that is supposed to be curled up here.
3: Randy's in his element, by the way, because uh, this is a hill and he is a hill dwarf.
0: Well, that's right. That's so he's right. just sort
3: of walking upright, sort of just <laughs> t- tutting as the others are struggling.
0: Yeah. It does match offering. everything that you expect a hill should be. And it goes up, Randy, <coughs> and then it goes down on the other side.
3: Yep. yep. Uh, he sort of, he just takes this opportunity to offer um, Hillock and, and Front both precious berries from his pocket and tells Fran,
2: don't eat them. Hillock gladly eats them.
3: Oh. Mm, delicious. He, he just ate the pocket berries. Tastes like honey. Well, like honey. <laughs> he takes, takes a pretend bite of another one and goes, mmm, this one tastes like
1: roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> very good randy um maybe i mean this is your sort of zone you want to be in charge of wand discovery can you see anything unusual because you've been here before right Halleck, Halleck.
2: i've been i've been up and down and all around you know it's like when you're when you're looking at a quest map and there's an icon appearing on the quest map but maybe it's on a different level and it doesn't really show up on the on the quest map right
3: yeah you yeah. yeah. i mean I, I have maps i'm sure. I, I... I don't really use them.
2: You know, with all the missions and the side missions and all that kind of thing, they all show up as little icons and you're, you're trying to, oh, it should be right here, but it's not right here.
3: Oh, is this a ranger thing? Ah, I see.
0: It's a ranger
2: thing, yeah, that's right. Mm.
0: <laughs> so you reached the part of the hill that, uh, Halleck, you uh, you kind of had identified as the most likely location from your magic. What's what's the um, the hill landmark that you lead the others to?
2: Oh, you know, it's a tree that's been struck by lightning, so it's like split into a V. Perfect. All right. Uh,
3: all good hills that have a lightning tree. This is <laughs> this is among the top thirteen lightning trees I have seen in my time.
0: <laughs> so you've inspected this lightning tree thoroughly, Halleck, and you have not you've not found anything. You've not found any indication that there's any hiding places in this vicinity. But this is where the spell kept telling you to come. Can so it was where the wanders. Well, this, this is where tree. it should be. Hmm. I've
2: Randy's never failed a, in a mission before.
0: Randy walks
3: in and, and takes a look at the lightning tree and sort of looks around, uses his his hill dwarf instincts and just jumps into the into the hole and in the, into the split in the middle of the tree, and um, yep, keeps yep. falling. Um, like a like a couple of seconds later, you hear a thud. Oh, I found it. I think the bottom. I
0: mean, um,
1: how, how did? <sighs>
0: that definitely was not there before, but Whoops. sure enough, there is a hole. There is a hole there now.
2: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna climb down as well, but angrily.
1: <laughs> Front? I use mending to fix the hole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why is it getting dark? What's, what's happening? <laughs> no, it's tempting. No, I'll um climb down as well. So I um I don't, know, I don't know how you guys were getting down. I'm taking a length of rope and by making sure that the tree itself will <laughs> take the weight of a As of soon a as, you,
0: as soon as you touch the tree, Fran, the tree kind of um, bends a little bit further aside for you at your touch, like it's reacting to you. Yeah, no you can see, actually, that the tree starts to uh, mould and change down at the base of it, and you can see what look like little um, steps and handholds appearing. Mm-hmm the roots start growing little climbing, a climbing frame that goes down into this hole that the other two didn't have access to.
2: But, I'm covered in grazes from the awkward climb down and then these handholds appear well, behind me.
0: Well, well,
1: half awkward. Yeah. hey oh. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I ignore Randy's quip and uh, climb down. <laughs> that, was, that was all Stephen. <laughs> that was all Stephen.
2: <laughs> what? And now you get, what is going on here?
3: Ah yes, the old suddenly there are stairs trick. Mm-hmm. Classic lightning tree. <laughs>
0: down at the bottom, Randy, you arrived here first. Mm-hmm. You um as you look around this this chamber, this concealed chamber, it's all completely dark, obviously, down in the stone. Um but there are little bursts of illumination that begin to glow as Fron starts to come down. And you can start to pick out shapes in this this chamber or it's kind of a little complex of three or four chambers you can kind of see the whole size of it from where you are it looks quite cozy and it's filled with structures kind of um a metal apparatus of the kind that a, a wizard or an alchemist might use or a um uh, someone who observed the stars, an astronomer, might have these kinds of things, but none of those seem quite right. As you look around, all of these strange instruments. Um, is is there one in particular that stands out to you that you could describe for me?
3: Yeah. So over in the um, in, in one of the on one of the it's like a like an alcovey disc type, and there's there's kind of a it's a it's it's a hammer, but it's a it's a both crudely made but beautifully crafted um, hammer, the kind that looks too delicate to be anything other than ornamental but you just know is beautiful It's stonework you know, randy picks it up and, and is just like bemused by this seemingly contradictory piece of of kit and wondering what the hell this is doing and
0: as you um, pick it up you feel it thrum with magical energy it's just charged with power in a in a positive way it feels kind of warming almost to the touch warming on some deep level um, these weird magical effects that have been happening in your vicinity—they are uh, maybe one of them—is—is is triggered by whatever this is—is is awakening in you.
3: Um, well, that would explain the strange smell that's coming—that's occurring suddenly. <laughs> right. Just you know, as a as a as a whiff of sulphur and burnt. Burnt, burnt wood. He sort of strides, his feet sort of somewhat apart, and raises the hammer above his head, and
1: just goes, Rah! and then realises what he was doing. <laughs> well, I guess if yeah. you can lift it, you must be worthy of it, Randy. I <laughs> think so. And I don't know. I mean, you think so? Just mm. do you
3: want to? You should touch <laughs> this hammer. Do you want to touch the hammer? You can't touch the hammer. It's my hammer. No, you should touch it. You touch it.
1: can i touch take the, take hammer. the hammer. You touch the hammer. The hammer? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, cool. It's, yeah, you, you, as you reach out and touch it, you feel that, that magical energy surrounding it. Well, um, we'll just leave you there for a second. Halleck, you likewise have been looking around this chamber and seeing all these instruments. Is there one in particular that catches your eye out of the various things?
2: Oh, I see one of those, you know, there's like a series of rings that rotate independently of each other that make a kind of a globe kind of thing. So I reach out and touch and they all start spinning around
0: yeah they absolutely do they've all they're all um labeled with uh insignia in some language a language that you do not recognize but front holding the hammer you um feel the energy and you look over Helix' shoulder and you see this this structure with these rings turning and moving and some of them as they um uh, they don't, they're not moving quickly and you can see the writing on them and it matches the writing that is in that special book that you're carrying with you.
3: Remember Randy's just staring at the hammer, not in like a, in, in, in like a golem type way, but more
0: just, just like transfixed. All three of you at once hear the sound of something moving over the stone floor sliding back and forth and you turn and look and you can see it looks it's a snake but it's a snake made of metal and this metal snake rises up it's a good distance from you and it opens its little mouth and it says ranger Grothheld, we have waited long for your return
3: whoa a talking snake oh, uh... this, this does, i don't know much about magic but i don't think that's a good omen if you can
1: understand snakes talking to you, it's probably not yeah, a good thing. We can we can all understand it though, so that's it's probably speaking common. Oh, yeah. okay, oh, oh, it's not just me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mistress Imogen is not here. Interesting.
1: Um, hey, so we heard a rumour down in the town that she um, was was a was was a worshiper of of of, of some sort of um, terrible demons. Know, Are you a
0: demon? Yeah. Is it? Is it a thing? Ranger Grothhild, you know all of the secrets of Mistress Imogen's past, and you know of her connection with the Seven Devils. It would not be my place to speak further on this matter. If you wish to contact her, the Sending Stone is in its usual place.
1: Yeah, remind me where the... Look, it's been a while, as you know. Um, remind me where the usual place was. The
0: Iron Snake kind of slides
1: over to another corner of the room and
0: encircles this big... A chunk of granite and
1: oh, the uh, sending stone of course <laughs> uh yeah you
0: didn't
3: tell me you you a talking metal snack i feel like that's the kind of thing that would come up in conversation
1: i mean yeah we... i we're, we're just we're just rolling with it for the moment randy um do you need like do you need to know the number or anything to use the sending stone is it has it got a phone book
0: it has been a long time since you were here to operate the stone mm. you mortals with your memories It is simple. Simply touch the stone and you will be in contact with
1: the mistress. All right. I hand Randy the the hammer and use use that hand to reach out and put my palm on the stone.
0: You put your palm on that stone. The snake kind of unwinds and pulls back. Halleck, I'm also assuming, Halleck, you've been looking around for anyone with a circle but there's, there's nothing that fits that description that you can see. But there's lots and lots and lots of places that such a thing could be hidden in this environment. Um, so you are you're watching as um, right next to where Fran is, there is suddenly a woman. She looks the color of copper and you're not sure if it's just a, um, an artifact of the image that you are seeing, which is kind of translucent and and a little bit unclear or if she is actually entirely copper in color. Um, this front, you, you've seen this woman before, of course, but mm-hmm. this image of her is a lot less clear. It's a lot um, more ghostly, perhaps. But it's definitely her, and her hand is reaching out. The ghost hand is touching and overlapping with yours on the stone, and her ghostly eyes kind of pick you out, Fran. She says, oh, my word, you made it. You made it through. I,
3: Of course we did. We, uh, he's a he, ranger.
0: I was going to send you another message, but it became too difficult. Uh, things are very dangerous for me. She looks over her shoulder. I cannot speak for long, I. and suddenly- That's okay, we'll be quick. I, you must be the compass woman. I'm Randy. She disappears from view entirely. Oh. She's gone. I'm sorry about your friend. That's very strange. The stone has never failed like that before. And the snake goes to
1: inspect the stone. What do the three of you do? Is this some friend of yours, Fran? Yeah, kind of, kind of the reason we came down here. See, she appeared to me next to a compost heap and said, hey, um, don't go where the rangers are telling you. Go off and find your dad. And so here we are. Yeah, long story His dad short, was a human. And is he beard? now a bee? No, not as far as I know yet. I so think, he's still I think, alive? Well, depends on your definition of that. I think he maybe went through some sort of um, temporal slash cross-dimensional rip. Uh, he's not, not alive. Yeah, he's... Um, uh, let's, let's say uh, his current status is uh, to be determined. Anyway, we're down here finding out what the hell was going on. Um, apparently, he failed to kill a dragon, among other things. And um, I guess he's been here because the snake seems to think i'm him so so does um, the snake not
3: know that you're not your father because you know you are like kind of an orc and your father wasn't right yeah
2: listen don't feel bad about your father i if i'm being honest and this is a bit of a confession i i don't kill a dragon almost every day
1: <laughs> right okay well no fair enough well, uh, well, i guess i
3: i also don't kill a dragon every day
2: I. yeah it's nothing to be ashamed of. I've only ever seen a little one.
3: Although Maybe. if I had a chance to kill a dragon, I would definitely... Well,
0: it's de- working. It's working. This The snake pulls back, and suddenly you see that copper woman, Imogen, again, and she has a hand on the stone, and she's looking around. Her eyes are searching for you. You're not, are you still touching the stone in front, or have you moved away
1: from it? Um, I'm, I'm pretty close by. I slap my hand back down on okay. it.
0: Okay. As soon as you do that... Her eyes find you and she says, you have to leave there. You have to leave now. The
1: dragon is coming. Okay. Sounds like there's a dragon. Hey, um, is there a wand around here? Just I, real I, quick. Just I, I real was quick. for a rond. The wand. The
0: wand is inside the cobra. Don't let him get it. At all costs, don't. And suddenly she is pulled visibly away from the stone, leaving the three of you and the cobra Awaiting a dragon, perhaps, and I think um, we're going to be ending any moment. So let's let's have a climactic moment with the three of you. What do you do? Kelly pulls strung. out his short sword.
2: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs>
1: says, "I must have that wand."
3: Randy pulls out his great axe and grabs front um, by
1: the by the lapel and says, "I must fight that dragon." And I kneel down in front, uh, in front of the cobra and say, "Can we have the wand, please?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that I think is where we are going to end this episode. Um, of, of friends on the Run is not the name of this show Frunz on the Run <laughs> uh, uh, whatever it's called, Born to Frun Born to Frun, girls, pretty... just wanna frun. <laughs> girls just want to have fun. girls just want to have Frun uh, wonderful, so um, oh. thank you to everybody and it's a big thank you to Stephen Youngblood you're welcome <laughs> and a thank you and goodbye to Jared Baker thank you and of course a thank you and goodbye to Brenda Minutes. such a delight such a delight wonderful wonderful goodbye until next time i'm morgan davey the dungeon master and uh we're done This has been Diceratops Presents Born to Frun Part 6. Thanks for listening. If you want more Brendan, his show Dungeons & Comedians just did a live stream from the stage. Check out their Facebook for the link. We are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram all at DiceratopsNZ and our website is Diceratops.NZ. I'm Morgan Davey. Our players today were Jared Baker, Stephen Youngblood and Brendan Bennett's. We are Diceratops. We love games and our shows are for everyone.